ladies, puberty, PMT, pregnancy, the menopause. Yes, your hormones have been taking you for a ride for years. Hot flushes on the bus, menopausal meltdowns in the office, whatever those hormones have made you do, Jenny Smith and Kate Baus are here to lend a sympathetic ear. Why not write in and share your hormonal hell with the girls? Don't worry, they've heard it all before. It's time to put those hormones in the firing line. This is Dear Hormones. Welcome to your safe space, ladies. Coming up on today's show, a whole lot of festive hormonal mayhem. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hello and welcome to Dear Hormones, the Christmas special. Hi, Kate. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> oh, we're so excited. Listen, Kate, listen. Santa's on his way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's even got like a Christmas Snoopy. Um, yes, I do. Sings and dances <laughs> Christmas songs. <laughs> and actually, when we turned Zoom on, Kate had a really great festive Christmas hat on in the shape of a turkey. <laughs> I did, and but then I debated whether it was appropriate to be wearing a turkey Christmas hat. I've been this week, Jenny. It was Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I was going to say, why are you worried about wearing a Christmas turkey hat? I think it's perfect. But what? <laughs> well, so this week at Scouts, um, yeah, fifty pheasants had been <laughs> what <laughs> had been brought in for plucking. Fifty um, pheasants. Fifty pheasants. And <laughs> now my son is vegetarian, so <laughs> this didn't go down too well with him. And oh, no. he particularly, he, he's very up on climate change um, and yeah. he's read a lot of books. Chris Packham particularly loves a bit of Chris Packham. Yeah, um, good for him. And he said, pheasants, you should not be introducing the number of pheasants that are introduced into, into Britain. It shouldn't be happening. Um, it's really bad for British wildlife. And so he said, oh, I disagree oh. with all of these pheasants having been brought to scouts and so I won't go. Uh, oh, did, oh, he boycotted <laughs> He said, I'm going to boycott did... it. <laughs> he went to, to launch a protest but this uh, yeah this didn't go down too well wow i love uh, that about him though kate very political at, at quite a young age he is quite political and it was nothing to do with the fact that he felt squeamish about the whole thing it was just to do with the fact that he he felt that a pheasant should not be being killed on his behalf and he didn't really agree oh. with it although he did say actually to be fair to him um at the age of 12 you know he said i do think it's a good thing that people who do eat meat are aware of where meat comes from and the process that goes into it, which it was the one of the key purposes of the whole activity. And actually, I do yeah. think really great from that point of view. Um, so can I just ask then, Kate, so he decided to boycott, but you as scout leader presumably couldn't boycott. So please tell me you went and plucked the 50 to 50 Jenny, pheasants, did you? Did I pluck the pheasants? I certainly did. I plucked them. <laughs> and I did. This is like, this is how much I love my son. This is how much I'm prepared oh, to do for him. Oh my goodness. He was like, just, Chilling out at home, on, on, on just, you know, lovely and warm and cosy and toasty, wrapped up in a blanket, watching the television. And there I was outside in the freezing cold with my hands up a pheasant's bottom, <laughs> pulling out, pulling out its entrails and not just oh, one pheasant. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's, there's, has there ever been a more Christmassy story than this? Oh. It's brilliant. 
<laughs> not just one pheasant, I mean several. So yeah. I the, well, 50 the... I hear. 50 you said. <laughs> well, I didn't do them all. I supported you. <laughs> Chopping off their, you know, their wings oh. and their feet and their heads. Oh. And... <laughs> <laughs> it Kate, quite... you are so dedicated oh, to this goodness. scouting. I am hats off to you is all <laughs> I can say. What's it like? I've never plucked a bird before. What what was that whole process like? I have to say, actually, just, it, I found it really quite an interesting interesting thing to do. They're beautiful <laughs> birds. The pheasants are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but what, I know they are, but what about when they're dead, lying in front <laughs> so, of you without a head? Yeah, so there is your, a... your hand up their bum. <laughs> there is a sadness to, to the whole thing because they are so beautiful. Stop um... it, minute. <laughs> Jenny, that phrase you just said, there is a sadness to it all. Well, it is sad because you have these these beautiful birds in front of you. You can say that again. (laughs) Okay. Please never stop becoming a scout leader ever. I've got to say the activities that that are planned for the scouts are, are quite incredible. You know, they, they are incredible, and there there was a real value to it for the children in in terms of what they learned. That um, when I was there, I was thinking my son actually, whilst he disagrees with with the the fact that they are pheasants, um, and mm. whilst he won't, doesn't want to eat one, um, he would be really really interested in the insides of the pheasant and in actually seeing how it all works and so uh, one well, of the hang boys on. Whoa, 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 whoa. hang on a minute when you say yeah. in seeing the insides of the pheasant did you mm. what did you so you plucked the pheasant what did <laughs> you cut mean, it open do our then listeners and... really want to hear all of this i don't know whether they do <laughs> i do <laughs> i'm one of our listeners <laughs> did you have to cut it open like slice it and what did you have a good old look inside yeah you cut it and then you 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 have to well you pull you pull all of the insides out so you pull out right oh yeah of course all the different bits um and you can see and it's sort of the the last meal that it's had it's got a a, you can see it all so what was the last meal that it had corn burger and chips no just corn like I mean not not like a little adder or anything luckily because this is a you know this is one of the things that my son says is that it has been in the news that um reptiles British reptiles um could be endangered such as such as adders due to all of these pheasants who are not native to to Britain but I was thinking as as we were looking at the insides of these pheasants that my son would be actually fascinated by what was in there. And so one of the boys couldn't take his pheasant home because he was Jewish and he said, it's not kosher, can't take it home. <laughs> and so coming. I actually brought, <laughs> I did bring home a pheasant with its inside, still inside. But, um, but surely your son with his principles... Surely he didn't want to be any part of that, though, right? Well, he then because decided. He oh. then said that because it had, it was going to waste, because the child who had plucked it, um, you know, couldn't want couldn't use it, and it was going to waste. That he then oh. felt that it was okay to to have a look at it. Okay. So he very respectfully then had a look at it, and then, <laughs> and then because he's such a little scientist, he's so interested in it all. Yes. he found the heart so fascinating that we then had to hunt for a jar all around the house. And he and he tried to preserve it in hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're and, you're such a good mum that you allow that to happen. I don't like put it in the bin now. <laughs> and some sort of some fish some treatment for his fish tank, which he said had formaldehyde in it. So he sort of <laughs> came up with this kind of concoction to try and preserve the heart. So we now somewhere and I'm not sure where it's gone to because I said I don't really want to see it have um pheasant heart. <laughs> oh, happy Christmas, everyone out there. <laughs> 
Oh, should we get on with our letters? Oh, my word. I think you're going to have to cut a lot of that. <laughs> I'm not cutting any of it, guys. Don't worry. It's all going in. Um, okay, Kate, you're reading the first letter Ooh, today. Oh, my goodness. And the title. <laughs> now, I've given all these titles um, a bit of a festive flair. Off you go. Oh, shall I sing it? Yeah, go on. <laughs> oh, come all ye poo-poo. Oh, come all ye poo-poo. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. This is from Kelly in Western Supermare. Dear Jenny and Kate, I can't believe I'm telling you this story. I can't believe I just told you the story of the pheasants. <laughs> it has haunted me for some time. The guilt I feel over it hasn't really gone away. And it was a good 10 years ago now. This is a story of pre-menstrual rage that happened when my little boy was only about three or four years old. It was Christmas Eve and we were about to head off with my sister and her kids to a children's nativity service at the local church. As a precursor to this story, I need to tell you that a few months prior to this episode, my son had been constipated. I remember the constipation lasted for quite a few days and as each day went by, his mood slowly deteriorated until he was, excuse my language, a fucking nightmare to be around. <laughs> I'm laughing as well, Kate, because I, I've had this as well with my own Have child. You? I've had, yes, 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 Constipation. Yes. I've had that. With the, that, what she's talking about, with oh. the moods. Yeah, I, I had it vividly remember my son, a similar sort of age, for quite a few days, not being able to go and his mood getting worse and worse and worse. So I, I love that. Oh. Fucking nightmares be around. I get that. <laughs> I'm with you, Kelly. Oh, <laughs> moody, grumpy, tetchy, whiny. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a few months to the Christmas Eve in question, and guess what? He was constipated again. It had been three days since he'd been, and he was showing the familiar signs of extreme grumpiness. We were at my sister's house preparing to leave for the nativity. And my son was spoiling the atmosphere with his grumpy behaviour. I knew he needed to go to the loo in order to feel better. But he flatly refused to go. Earlier that day, I'd tried bribing him with stories of the poo-poo fairy who would bring him a present if he managed to go. (laughs) That is genius. (laughs) But even at four years old, I could tell he thought this was bollocks. And continued with his standoff. Oh dear. I was starting to panic about what Christmas Day would be like if he hadn't gone by then. My premenstrual brain was working overtime, and I had visions of him completely spoiling the day and of me obsessing about poo when I should be stuffing my face full of chocolates and enjoying the benefits of someone else playing with my child for a change. Toddlers. A hard work. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. Yes, Kate. I think you can <laughs> four-year-olds say, yes. are hard work. Yeah. Yes, four-year-olds are hard work. So as my sister bundled her kids into the car, I marched my little boy up the stairs and plonked him on the toilet. Do a poo, I said to him. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, I can't, he replied. <laughs> Come on, the poo-poo fairy will be very proud of you. He raised his eyebrows. Please. (laughs) Please, 
Let's call him Ted. Please, Ted, do a poo-poo for Mummy. I can't, said Ted, and looked sad. Poor Ted, oh, I can't go. Oh, a little cute name as well, Ted. Poor yeah. Ted. Yeah. It was at this point that the premenstrual rage in me boiled up to a crescendo. And having never sworn at my child before or since... Well done. I shouted... <laughs> well done. <laughs> Is that a little hint into your, into your world there, Kate? <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. I don't. Make no. up a bit, I have to say. No. I shouted, for fuck's sake, do a poo, Ted. Do a poo now. You are going to spoil Christmas Day if you don't go. So please just go to the bloody toilet. Do it now. Oh, God. <laughs> sorry for the mum though too I do feel sorry for the mum she's trying to protect Christmas Day isn't she and actually to protect him she does have his best interests at heart yes exactly she needs him to do that poo for his own sake you're right (laughs) (laughs) for fuck's sake do a poo Ted I love that should have called the letter that shouldn't I (laughs) and then with a look of horror and with tears in his eyes he scrunched up his little face went bright red and with all the energy he could muster Pushed that poo clean out of his bum. Oh, <laughs> Ted. Oh, well done, Ted. Oh, well done, Ted. You did it. You did it. The Christmas oh, poo. <laughs> Christmas poo. <sighs> Christmas Eve poo. Yeah. I was absolutely bawling my eyes out at this point, the rage oh. having dissipated, and rushed over to him like he'd just won the London Marathon. <laughs> cheering and clapping and hugging him before helping him wipe his bum, putting a tea towel on his head and taking him off to celebrate the birth of Christ our Saviour. Happy Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do feel, I feel sorry for both of them. I I know I always say this because like I said, she was trying to protect her Christmas day, wasn't she? And look after him. Mm -hmm. But the only way it sounds like she could do it was by going absolutely mental at him. Oh, (laughs) and she was bawling her eyes out as she says. When one of my children was really little, we'd have a constipation issue. And I remember actually yeah. he, he was in pain. He was in absolute pain. And it was the most horrible. Th- I've never seen my child in so much pain as when he was constipated. And it was oh, an awful experience. No. So I do also sympathise very much yeah. with you, Kelly. Um, I remember once, actually, when my son was really young, like a baby, and <laughs> and not being able to go to the loo. And I'm sure... We took him to the midwife and they put something up there. I knew you were going to say that. Those pessaries. I've had that before as well. You push, you pop a pessary up and then it sort of all comes out. I don't know whether it was a pessary. I got a feeling she just sort of fiddled around up there with like a stick or something. A stick? Or something like that. Some sort of cotton bud or something like that to stimulate it. And then he went. When he was a baby, this is. (laughs) He wasn't four. Oh, it's awful. It's horrible. But it sounds like she saved Christmas Day there. So well done, Kelly. Well done, Kelly. Yeah. And your son, Ted, would have forgotten all about it because Christmas Day was coming. So... Santa was just around the corner, so he wouldn't have even remembered. As <laughs> we think of when Santa got stuck up the chimney, when the poo poo got stuck up. Oh, that would have been a really good title for the letter. <laughs> but it came out in the end. Well done, well done. Both of you, well done. Well done, both of you. Yeah, happy Christmas. <laughs> Let's hope he's going now. Although she said that was 10 years ago, so I'm sure he is. What, he'd be 14 now? <laughs> 15, something. Um... So our second letter then, this is called uh, Jingle Bells and this is from Bella in Swansea. She says, Dear Jenny and Kate, I hate 
noise. Little noises, like the crunching of a crisp packet, the sound of chewing, someone tapping their foot repeatedly, that kind of thing. I've noticed, though, that this petty hatred of mine has become almost intolerable since entering my perimenopausal years. Hasn't This has actually got a, a name, hasn't it? This is a diagnosable thing. Yes, it has. I think we, have we talked about this before? I think like in season one, I've got a feeling we have now. I think we maybe have. There is a name. But also, I know that this is also a perimenopausal thing because loads of my friends have started to say it to me about chewing in particular, listening. Mm. And I've got it a little bit. Mm. Like when my, hearing my son chewing next to me, it's starting to drive me mad. So I'm, I'm with you, Bella. I am with you. <laughs> um, okay. Rewind to Christmas 2019, and I'm quietly in the kitchen preparing the dinner. I always host Christmas Day. I love it. But the thing I love the most is the hour or two I have first thing in the morning all by myself. It's become something of a ritual, listening to Christmas carols on the radio and pottering about in a state of Christmassy bliss before the mayhem kicks off later on. Oh, yes, I can imagine that because we talked even last week, didn't we, about that me time that we love to have us mums. <laughs> Everybody needs it. This particular year, my husband's elderly aunt, let's call her Maud, had come to stay and, unlike my two teenage daughters, was not one for a lion. Into the kitchen she walks during my quiet time, my precious, sacred, quiet time, and starts to make a cup of tea. You might be thinking that this alone is the reason for my letter, but you'd be wrong. Maud had made a recent purchase, one that she was immensely proud of, and unbeknownst to her, was about to wreak havoc on my entire day. She had purchased a pair of fluffy Christmas-themed slippers, and sitting proudly on top of those slippers was a pair of small, festive bells. Everywhere Maud went was accompanied by the jingle jangle of these tiny little bells and the noise was driving me crazy. <laughs> Cue <Yes>. the sound effects. <laughs> Over to the kettle. Jingle jangle, jingle jangle. Over to the sink. Jingle jangle, oh, jingle jangle. Jenny. Gets milk out of the fridge. Jingle jangle, jingle jangle. Back to the kettle. Jingle jangle, jingle jangle. Hang on, you and didn't so play your bells. Play and, the bells. <laughs> and so on and so on. All fucking day. <laughs> I don't know why I love a swear word, Kate. Oh, but you do, <laughs> every don't time, you? Every time one comes up, I'm like, yes. <laughs> you see, I still get that slight uncomfortable feeling in my tummy when I hear one. <laughs> That just shows how cross she is, doesn't it? I, I love it when someone throws it into a letter because you, you kind of really it. start to sense their rage. <laughs> and as if that wasn't enough, I also hate whistling. Absolutely hate it. And along with the constant jingle jangle, jingle jangle, she'd also started whistling out of time to the lovely Christmassy hymns I was listening to. Oh, it's not going to go well. <laughs> Dear, she wouldn't like your Snoopy, would she? She would not like Snoopy. She would not like my Snoopy, who sings and dances. We haven't. Can can we? Can you play? Give us a burst of Snoopy, right? Yeah, now? I'll just give us a quick burst of Snoopy. Mm. Come on, Snoopy! Over we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Happy Christmas, everyone! 
I love him. Oh, a little <laughs> creepy laugh at the end. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so no, she would not like okay. Snoopy. So she carries on here. She says, my brother, funnily enough, hates irritating little noises too. Although I don't think his is exasperated by his hormones. And he was over for the day with his family too. As soon as he arrived and heard Maud jingle jangling wherever she went, he knew I'd be raging. He even sent me a video clip whilst I was in the kitchen of Maud sitting on the sofa, intensely shaking her foot the way people do without realising it. My brother was in fits of giggles knowing how pissed off I would be. (laughs) My husband absolutely loves his aunt. So there was no chance whatsoever of me asking him to get her to take them off and no way of me explaining to him about how much she was annoying me. But later in the day, after what felt like an eternity of relentless jingle jangling, my husband left the room and fully pent up with hormonal rage, I spun around to her face and shouted, Maud, will you please stop shaking your foot? Those slippers are driving me insane. <laughs> oh, oh, awkward, awkward. Day. <laughs> the room fell silent and Maud looked crestfallen. Oh, oh poor Maud. She was so excited about her Christmas slippers. Oh. <laughs> Without saying a word, she took them off causing the little bells to go hell for leather as she did so (laughs) and put them on the floor. My whole family stared at me in both shock and amusement. It was then that my husband, completely oblivious to the situation, came back into the room, whistling a Christmas carol, completely out of time. (laughs) And I went back into the kitchen to find something alcoholic to see me through the day. Do you, do you know that was what I was about to suggest when when Maud took off the slippers? I was just going to say, just go and grab a bottle of port quick. <laughs> yeah, get drunk as fast as possible. Oh my God, Bella, what a nightmare! I can understand how fuming she would be because it would be constant on her slippers. It would have been all day just that gentle tinkling of the bells, like the constantly bells. in the background. It's quite ironic oh. that she's called Bella. Actually, <laughs> Bella. oh yes. <laughs> I wonder if she is called Bella or whether that's a fake name, (laughs) whether she's just thought I know. (laughs) Thank you, Bella, very much for that story. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Let's just hope that Maud isn't over this year. Or if she is, she's come without the slippers. (laughs) (laughs) Maud Son's slippers. (laughs) Right. Our next um, letter has also got a lovely Christmassy title and I'm going to sing it again. I'm not sure what you you did not sing the last one. I didn't sing Jingle Bells. Mm. I had the bell sound effect, didn't I? You did, you did. This one's called I came on upon a midnight clear <laughs> I came on upon I like it Good singing, well done Oh, not very good We know that you're the singer Right Dear Jenny and Kate My story relates to a Christmas Eve some years ago now A pre-Covid Christmas Eve Filled with jolly oh. sociable traditions The crib service at church A family drinks party with neighbours A late return for the children who of course then wanted to write long letters to Father Christmas, despite it being way past their bedtime. Oh, yes. Oh, do you remember those days? Like, pre- Well, just do you remember pre-COVID days, firstly? Oh, happy, <laughs> just happy. Her say, just her saying that has taken me right back to two years ago when things were normal. <laughs> just not having to worry about meeting up with big groups of people. Just hanging out. Oh, lovely. The worst that could happen was that you might get a cold. Or a hangover on Christmas <laughs> yeah, Day. Yeah, or definitely that. 
Following from that, there was the need to ensure that Father Christmas would be writing a letter back, as my nine-year-old son had stated on his own letter that this was his top Christmas wish. He was... He was is this Christmas Eve? Are we this talking is about Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve now? So we're on Christmas Eve. Oh, so Santa's, Santa's already on quite a tight schedule oh, here to I be know. writing back. So wow. the children at the last minute have decided they want to write to Father Christmas, letters to sort mm-hmm. of, I guess, leave by the stockings or something. I don't know. And then he, the son, has written in his letter to Father Christmas that he really wants a letter back from Father Christmas. Oh, wow. Whilst, whilst Santa's out on his rounds, so Santa's going to yeah. struggle. I don't know how he's going to manage okay. that. He was particularly interested in what sort of handwriting Father Christmas had, he told me pointedly. Oh, interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Ah, better get the children to bed quickly. Ooh, really better get them to bed quickly, as I now realised I'd missed a message from my mum asking me to bake my signature Christmas cake and bring it in the morning. I would probably... (laughs) Dear gosh, this mum. Oh my god, busy, busy. So this mum's got to get a message to Father Christmas. She's got to bake a cake, <laughs> like, like, and it's already and it's like, already like ten o'clock or something. Yes, it's late. Yeah. It's late. Um, I'd probably be juggling my baby on one arm as I did that, since she had napped at the neighbour's house and was now wide awake at eleven p.m. Oh goodness! Oh my goodness! Wow, it's eleven o'clock and she's got a baby as well. Busy, busy. Wow, that is a busy night. Yes, yes. <laughs> She's called Sarah. Sarah, I'm, I'm feeling stressed out for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mince pies for the man in red. Check. Large glass of sherry, my own favourite tipple. Poured and ready. Ho, ho, ho to that. Lovely. Oh, lovely. She's ticking this list off. Yeah, bedtime. Don't forget the stockings. But where were they? Where, in the name of jingle bells and all things Christmassy, had <laughs> I put the stockings? I'd got them out of the loft, I was sure. A frantic hunt ensued, with all family members involved. Even the baby seemed to realise a potential disaster was in the offing. Yes, every family member was hunting furiously, except for one, I was to realise. My eldest, 11-year-old daughter, had emerged from the bathroom and was trying to get my attention. Mummy, she called quietly. I ignored her, but she persisted. Mummy? She tapped me on the shoulder. Why aren't you helping? My voice was raised, though the bubbly I'd consumed at the party was taking the edge off any annoyance I might feel. (laughs) She needed that after this stress. (laughs) (laughs) Mummy! Her voice now sounded quite panicked, and so I paused in searching my way through the socks in the dirty laundry basket. (laughs) 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 Stockings, I don't know how likely they are to be in the dirty laundry basket. Desperate now, isn't she? Really is. <laughs> I've started my period. My girl oh. said to me. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! Oh. As, as though this Sarah hasn't got enough to deal with already. She's now. <laughs> oh my god! On oh, Christmas Eve. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I don't think that's very likely, darling. I replied. <laughs> she had turned eleven that August. None of her friends had started their periods and they were all older than she was, many of them by almost a year. I myself hadn't started my period until my teens and didn't these sorts of things usually run in families? I seriously doubted she was right on this one. But she was adamant. I passed the baby over to my rather inebriated husband and we we locked ourselves in the bathroom to check out the situation. She was right. 
what to do. Oh my God. I was breastfeeding my baby at the time and had no sanitary protection in the house. Oh no. Would any shops be open at this hour on Christmas Eve? I wasn't in a fit state to drive around finding out. And my poor daughter's introduction to the world of the period was far more dramatic than I remembered mine being. I wasn't sure the toilet roll was going to cut the mustard. Just then, I remembered that I had purchased some super mega giant sanitary pads for the days after I gave birth. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) And we all know what they're like. Oh no! The big mega bricks. Oh, oh dear. no. And oh. this is their daughter, 11-year-old, just turned 11-year-old daughter's first experience of a period. And she's on now got Christ- one of those in her on pants. Christmas Eve. Oh. And so my daughter was packed off to bed that night wearing a pad that was almost as big as she was. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this poor little girl. Oh, and the poor mum. Because that's not what you want. It's a big moment, isn't it, when your daughter starts her period. And like the poor mum, Sarah, is already stressed to the eyeballs with everything else that she's got on her plate that night. And that's not the scenario that she would have imagined it it being that first period. That's not what you want. You want to be prepared. You want to have the sanitary products in. You want to have had the chat with your daughter beforehand. And now she's just had to shove a massive... Like post-pregnancy brick in her back. <laughs> and it sounds as if Sarah just had not seen this coming. She thought that no. it was still years off. She thought it was so yeah. far away that she hadn't, she probably had never had a discussion with her daughter and she certainly wasn't, didn't have the, the things there. She just wasn't, wasn't ready for this. I'd once heard some mums discussing the perils of feeding their daughters chicken. Ooh. What? That apparently this could bring periods on sooner due to the effects of protein on hormone levels. I had dismissed this, but was that foolhardy? Was this transition to womanhood at such an early age my fault? She was so... Oh, she's blaming herself. Blaming herself. (laughs) I don't think it's down to the chicken, Sarah. No, I think you're fine, Sarah. It won't be chicken, don't worry. (laughs) That's interesting though, isn't it? That this this idea, I think I have heard that somewhere that, you know, hormones... Yeah, I've I've heard it, but... But no, 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 Sarah. No, Sarah. Not your fault at all. No, not your fault. She was so very young. Her Christmas present wish list included cuddly toys with sparkly eyes, for goodness sake. Too late to dwell on that now. Bring on tomorrow's turkey. (laughs) 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 I did feel terrible for her that night dealing with rather a momentous event in her little life at such a time. I can't remember where we found the stockings in the end. I do remember that we found an open shop the next morning that stocked slimmer sanitary towels, which probably helped to ensure that my darling little girl was full of smiles on Christmas Day. Oh, oh Sarah. Sarah, Sarah's in Cheltenham. Thank you, Sarah, for sending that story. You, I oh. really love that story. I mean, I was stressed out for her for so much of that. Were you? Like, think, oh my God, how's she going to get oh. all this stuff done? And then to have that happen to her daughter. Oh, I was the same age as her daughter when I had my first period as well. Were it's you? Very young. Yeah, just uh, just turned. Because my birthday is also August, so I just turned eleven, and it is really, really young. And I, I was really upset by it and shocked and surprised. And again. 
don't think my mum had expected that at all. Mm. But on Christmas Eve, when the, uh, hey, she didn't say whether she found the stockings. I hope she found. Uh, she I said. She, she said. I can't remember where we found the stockings in the end. So she must have found them, but we don't she know where. <laughs> Maybe they were in the dirty laundry basket. Who knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least she found them, and at least that happened on Christmas Eve. So Christmas Day was okay because that could have happened on Christmas Day itself, and that would have spoiled everything, wouldn't it? Well done, Sarah. Well done, well Sarah. Well done, her daughter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, right, letter number four. We've actually got five letters this week, Kate. Oh, goodness. Exciting. Five Christmassy letters. So it's letter Christmas number four. extravaganza. Now, shall I sing the title? Definitely. Yep. Okay, here we go. Oh, little town of anger. Oh, dear. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this is from Penny and she is in Cambridge. Dear Jenny and Kate, I am not a cheat. Let me make that perfectly clear from the get-go. My family and I are really big game players and love nothing more than sitting around playing a few board games on Christmas Day. Now, we are both the same, aren't we, Kate? Oh, I love a board game. <laughs> oh, absolutely love games night. Absolutely love it. And also, I'm not a cheat either, just like to say. Get that out there. I'm also not a cheat. Mm, I'd like to bend the rules slightly in my favour. Oh! <laughs> Kate, well, I saw that a little bit at poker night when you were trying to get us to put our chips in at the end. That's slightly bending the oh. rules, isn't it? <laughs> Would you bend a rule if it meant you could win? Uh, ooh. <laughs> mm, I, ooh. I, I feel ooh. I need a specific scenario to decide whether I would or wouldn't. Okay, I'll think of I'm going to say no. The letter. No, no. Okay, but the Never. fact you've had to think about it makes me think I'm not sure I'd like to play board games with you now, Kate. Well, <laughs> I would win. but <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm beginning to think you probably would win by some dodgy method. Anyway, I am with Penny here. I am also not a cheat. Anyway, she says that they love playing board games on Christmas Day. But this particular year, I had started experiencing perimenopausal rage. Oh, God, haven't we all? Although I didn't realise it at the time. During one of our games, I could see that my son was holding his cards so far away from himself that I, and probably everyone else, could see them. So I politely asked him to hold them close to his chest instead. Why were you looking? was his reply. I wasn't looking deliberately, I said. You were holding them out too far. Then the rest of my family decided to join in. Yeah, just don't look, they chimed in. Unless, of course, you were cheating. Oh, annoying. Really annoying. Now, as we've already established, I am not a cheat. She's put not in capital letters, so she's this girl really is not a cheat. <laughs> she wants to make it absolutely clear she doesn't cheat. And I told them as much. But no matter how many times I said I wasn't cheating, the more they decided to call me a cheat. All in good humour, I should point out. But if you've ever felt menopausal rage, you will know that nothing is ever in good humour. Now, Kate, oh. you've now experienced the rage. Remember, you've told us you've now experienced... Now imagine being wrongly accused of something, how oh. that could get you going. Absolutely. Well, do you know, I think that would probably get me going anyway. That would be really annoying if they're all, all of her family members are all saying it and not stopping. Yeah. Oh, annoying. And then, yeah, with the rage on top. Goodness. <laughs> The knot in my tummy was getting tighter and tighter with every little quip from the family. Hide your cards, one of them would say, otherwise Penny will cheat. Oh, and that's so oh. annoying. 
That's annoying, isn't it? And every time I played a winning hand, it'll be, is that because you were cheating? <gasps> Followed by crazed laughter all around the table. Oh, I think that might bring me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> Until I couldn't handle it anymore. And in a low, angry voice, lips tightened and a tummy full of rage, I said, You'd better stop doing that right now. Otherwise, I won't be responsible for what happens next. Oh, so... no. <laughs> Silence fell around the kitchen table before they all collapsed in uncontrollable laughter and I stormed out of the room to take some very deep breaths. Oh, I they... feel so bad uh, for yeah, Penny. So do I. I think she's also... That perimenopausal rage, she knew, I think, that... She was feeling probably out of control with the rage and had to leave the room. She stormed out of the room to take some deep breaths while they're laughing at her. They still call me a cheat to this day, by the way. But thankfully, the HRT keeps the rage at bay. <laughs> I know it's all like, you know, it's all in all in jest, but mm. oh, stop but calling her a stop it. <laughs> Penny's family. They're still yeah, doing it my, now. my family, my family could be a bit like that. I think if they can see, if they can see somebody is getting a little bit annoyed about something, I tell you, they are on them like a pack <laughs> of wolves. <laughs> so I think their family sounds the same as mine. You know, you can't show any weakness <laughs> because they're on it. They are on it, and then they won't let it go. Penny, thanks for writing in, and we're with you. We are with you. We know so you're not much a cheat. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> Kate, I'm still trying to think of a scenario where you might bend the rules. Mm. I mean, I'm trying to think, what sort of game might that be? Because I just need to make a mental note never to play that particular game with you. <laughs> <laughs> Could you cheat at Bananagrams, maybe? Oh, I love Bananagrams. You know I love Bananagrams. I know you do. Um, well, I would probably just make sure that I had, you know, just that I had a the copy of the little book of Bananagrams in my pocket, which has got all the best two-letter words inside it. Is that bending the rules in itself? Because my mum bought me that book for my birthday. I don't see that as bending the rules. No. The important thing, though, is to like have it for yourself under the table and keep referring to it to make sure that nobody <laughs> else can... I mean, is that bending the rules? No, it's not, is it? I think that... Po- I think maybe yes, Kate. Maybe yes, to actually have it on hand. <laughs> Especially that list of two-letter words that you can basically win the game on. Yeah. Yes. As I learned when I read that book the other day, I was like, oh, that's how Kate was winning all those times at camping. There's nothing to say that you can't do that. You know, isn't it? It's not in a rule book that you can't. So actually, I'm it's not I'm not bending the rules, Jenny. No, that's not bending the rules. Okay, but I'll still think of another one where (laughs) where you might bend some rules. So we've got one last letter, Kate. Um, Take it away. Are you going to sing it? (laughs) Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Here we go. Oh... This is like quite a deep. You have to be quite deep on this. I'm not, I'm you not, started like, low. You started low. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need to be that low with it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Why? <laughs> it's so funny. Oh. <laughs> What's it going to be, guys? What's it going to be? <laughs> Lots of Christmas carols start with O, so it could be anything right now. <laughs> I think you might have to sing this one for me. No, go, go, Kate. <laughs> You've definitely got to do it now. <laughs> 
You could do the English version because I know what it is. And then you can also do the German version after. Oh, why is it so funny? <laughs> right. Oh, Christmas card. Oh, Christmas card. <laughs> How lovely are your branches. I don't think that was really worth the wait. <laughs> oh, it was, Kate. Um, do it in German now. But can you do card? What's card in German? Um, oh, um, Karte. Oh, Tannenbaum. <laughs> What does O Tannenbaum stand for? Is it just Christmas tree? So Tannenbaum so is a Christmas yeah, tree. So, yeah. so is Tannum. No, Christmas. Christ, no, Weihnachten oh, is Christmas. Oh. But Tannenbaum ha- is like a sort of is the green tree that you. Um, yeah, oh, that's I the actual see. sort of the, a, a fir tree, I suppose. Can yeah. you translate O Christmas card, O Christmas card into German for us, just for fun? Oh Weihnachtskarte, oh Weihnachtskarte. <laughs> How lovely are your branches. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, Kate, brilliant. Okay, away you go. This is from Chrissy in Manchester. Thanks, Chrissy. Hello, happy Christmas, Chrissy. Happy Christmas, Chrissy. Chrissy. (laughs) We've had Bella and Chrissy. Yes. Yeah. Happy Christmas, Chrissy. Dear Jenny and Kate, I remember crying my eyes out, I say, with my eyes full of tears from (laughs) laughter. (laughs) But I think Chrissy's tears maybe weren't so happy. I remember crying my eyes out while suffering from severe perimenopausal mood swings because my two teenage daughters hadn't given me a Christmas card. Goodness. Oh, Jenny, this makes me think of your story um, from last week's episode when you were in Austria and you didn't get a present from your baby. (gasps) Oh, yes. For your birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah. I'm already on her side. I'm already on Chris's side. I don't even know what the letter's about. You're in good company. (laughs) Christmas cards had always been a big thing in my house growing up, and I thought I'd pass that tradition on to my girls. Thinking about it, they probably only remembered in previous years because I had reminded them. But I clearly had forgotten to do that this particular year. And being 13 and 14 years old... It certainly wasn't on their list of priorities. The level of upset I felt was pretty intense and I blurted out how disappointed I was to them in the kitchen one day, telling them that I had never forgotten to give a card to my own mother. Oh, putting the guilt on them. Oh dear. (laughs) I wonder if she did this on Christmas Day. I mean, they may as well have told me they didn't love me anymore. Such was the state of my raging hormones. Oh, Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, it's so easy to build up these little things, isn't it? Mm. They both look so gutted watching me cry over the kitchen sink. And they've never forgotten to send me a Christmas card since. Oh, we see, it was worth it. It was worth crying. <laughs> Same as you by that lake in Austria. It was worth that it. Is, this is very similar to that story, isn't it? Exactly that. I ended up in tears and... And then I've had a card from my son, my baby, every year since. <laughs> and she's had a card from her girls every year since. Aww. Oh. But because it's quite a small thing, isn't it, really? I mean, it's not a huge problem, especially with them being 13 and 14 years old. But I understand, Chrissy, how you could get that upset about it because of the perimenopause. You know, I know how you can blow very small things out of all proportion I could see myself, like, before I started that HRT, I could see myself getting distraught about stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah, I oh, feel your pain, Chrissy. But I'm glad they're getting you cards now. Me too. Um, do your kids give you Christmas cards, Kate? No. not Actually, hang on, do they? They possibly, they often make me vouchers and things. My eldest two are quite thoughtful. 
with the whole voucher thing. So I get these sort of lovely what vouchers do you mean? saying... What do you mean vouchers? Like so they'll make, make beautiful vouchers with beautiful sort of decorations over it and then it will say this this voucher is to, to treat you and Daddy to um, uh, a, a meal... Um, that we are going to make for you and oh, we're going to look it. after really we'll look after the little one and um, what are you to enjoy but then we never end up cashing these vouchers in because it just isn't really oh, okay. the, that life is so busy that you know we have all of these unused vouchers <laughs> <laughs> do you think they know that you're not going to cash the vouchers in so they just make them anyway just so they look good i think they <laughs> like possibly slightly know yeah i think they possibly do <laughs> You should call their bluff one year and make them do it. Say, ready for our dinner tonight, guys. <laughs> oh, they would, though. They would as well. <laughs> I love that idea, though, Kate, of them making you vouchers. I might see if I can get my son to do that for me this year. And if he doesn't, cry. And Yeah, <laughs> it works. <laughs> as we know, as Chris has just explained it, if you cry, it works. They, they do then start doing things. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, Chrissy, though, and and yeah, I'm sorry for you too, Jenny, back in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still, I feel bad about that. I tried to find the card, by the way, but I can't, I can't seem to locate it. So maybe I didn't keep that one. <laughs> bad I'll keep looking, though. I'll keep looking. Kate, what are your Christmas plans then? Anything exciting happening this Christmas day? <sighs> well, hopefully we're going to go and see my family, as I think so many people hope, don't they? Um, yeah, fingers crossed. Oh, guys, so, I mean, do you think these podcasts are always going to be out there for all time? So we should probably point out, just in case you're listening to this in five years' time, this is the year of COVID. So not the first year of COVID, we're in the second year of COVID and the dreaded Omicron <laughs> variant, which is threatening to screw everything up again. Which apparently, did you know that Omicron B, which is what it is, um, mm. is an anagram of no crimbo Oh yes, I know. Isn't now, is sad? the omic- is it Omicron B? Because <laughs> oh, maybe not. <laughs> or have people made that up because I, I saw that know. the other day, and I was like, oh, and someone just put the B on there so they could make it into no crimbo. <laughs> I don't care. I love it. I love it all the same. It's- but we will have a crimbo. We're all going to have a very happy we crimbo. We will. We will. Oh my god, my mum will be absolutely devastated if we don't end up going to her house. But I don't think they're going to cancel Christmas. Her famous last words, guys. I don't think they're going to be cancelling Christmas this year. But I think everything immediately after Christmas is going to be off the table. Do you? Oh, I think it possibly is. Happy Christmas to you, though, Jenny, and happy Christmas to all of our lovely letter writers and all of our listeners. Thank you, everybody, for listening, because this is the end of season two. So we're going to take a bit of a break again now um, and then we'll come back again, obviously, with more of your letters. So we thought this Christmas episode would be a nice way of saying goodbye. So I hope everyone has a lovely Christmas. Um, Better than last year. It's got to be better than last year, hasn't it, everybody? So, Kate, I've still got Snoopy here who likes to sing and uh, play us some Christmas songs. Shall I um, Shall I just randomly hit his little paw? Oh, we could sing along. Let's sing yeah, along. Yeah, we'll sing, we'll sing along, see what he's going to play. Are you ready? Here we go. Oh. Joy to the world. <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> da, 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 da. Don't know how the words go. <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, no. oh, let's do right, another let's one. Guys, another we'll one. do another try one. Again. We'll do another. <laughs> here we go. Ready? Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. It's too high for me. We do wish you a very Merry Christmas, though. And on that note, Happy Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Happy Christmas, everybody, and we'll see you soon. Bye bye. Bye. That was Dear Hormones with Jenny Smith and Kate Baus. If you've got a story to share, email the girls at dearhormones at yahoo.com or they're at Dear Hormones on Instagram. Until next time! <laughs>